0: if you're anything like me you're a member of a ton of facebook groups too many to count perhaps you even started your own facebook group and are at your wits end trying to figure out how to grow it and even monetize it on today's show business coach and facebook expert emily dawn shares some great insight and practical tips for starting growing and monetizing our facebook groups are you ready to make facebook work for you take a listen You're tuned in to season two of the Britney Smith Podcast. This season, we're talking about all things branding and business building for the female entrepreneur. We've got experts on everything from Facebook groups to trademarking. You're going to want to take notes. So sis, get your beverage, your pen, and your Britney Smith Podcast notebook and take some notes because it's about to go down. Stay tuned. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Brittany Smith Podcast. I am your host, Brittany N. Smith, and this is the place to be if you are a female entrepreneur and you are looking for tips, tricks, hacks, advice, guidance, mentorship, expertise, all of it surrounding your business. You are in the right place. And today I have a special guest with me. She is 12 hours away from where I am. So we are worldwide here on the Brittany Smith podcast. Um, We have Emily Dawn here and she is a business coach. She is a Facebook group expert. um, And she is here to share with us her expertise around just that. Why Facebook groups why now? For some of us, Facebook groups are the bane of our existence. Um, Some of us are still trying to figure it out. We're not quite sure how powerful they can be. And she is going to tell us about how powerful they can be and how you too can thrive um, and hit five figures a month using your Facebook group. So Emily, thank you so much for joining us. Say hello to the people.
1: Hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. I wish I had your podcast voice and your intro (laughs) is amazing. And yeah, I'm really excited to be sharing my knowledge in Facebook marketing and how you can succeed in your business through Facebook groups.
0: Awesome. Awesome. So listen, we're going to just start right at, we're just going to (laughs) start. So, Tell us how you came into working with Facebook groups and being successful with Facebook groups. Like, did you sit out and say, you know what, today I'm going to attack Facebook groups or did it kind of just happen? Tell us about that process.
1: Yeah. So I was actually still in the Pilates niche online and I was focusing on Instagram, I didn't really know much about Facebook. I had Facebook as a part of, you know, all those women entrepreneur groups, but I wasn't utilizing Facebook for business outside of learning. So I was just utilizing my personal profile to learn and absorb in those groups, but I wasn't using Facebook for business. I was only using Instagram When I was shifting from Pilates to business coaching and helping people with social media marketing, I then expanded myself to try to do it all on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn, um, which was unsustainable for myself. And I didn't really have content that was resonating with an audience on each platform because I was using the same type of content on each platform. And as we all know, you know, certain types of content and certain topics are going to hit home with different platforms. You know, Instagram is such a visual place. um, Those visual transformations and types of content is going to perform better than on LinkedIn. So after I decided, okay, this isn't working for me doing all of the things, I invested in my first high ticket coaching program. And in that coaching program, uh, that coach said, you know, let's focus on one platform. And I'm like, agreed. And then we kind of ruled out LinkedIn and it was a toss between Instagram and Facebook. And I really didn't want to let go of Instagram. But I was like, do you know what, I just need to focus because I'm the type of person that gets very pulled in different directions, maybe a bit of shiny object syndrome. So I kind of want to do it all. But I was like, how would I just focus on this? And I'm seeing more traction on Facebook than Instagram. So I'm going to go full on into Facebook. So that's the next step I did. And when I did do that, I was like, oh my goodness, this is a game changer because I was no longer Um, spread thin between all the platforms. So I ultimately decided Facebook. And as soon as I decided Facebook, I knew I needed to utilize a Facebook group, seeing the success of others' Facebook groups and understanding how each of the channels of Facebook work really opens up your eyes to understand why and how Um, a community full of buyers is so, so valuable in your business and creating consistency in your business. So ultimately when I decided I was choosing Facebook as my primary platform, I knew I needed a Facebook group simply because of how Facebook is laid out and being that I wanted to implement all organic strategies. So I didn't want to be paying for Facebook ads. And in order to utilize the platform to the best of the ability. That means growing a Facebook group.
0: That is awesome. Um, Ladies, as you are listening, I need you to go back to the very first thing that she did. And that is she got a coach. She invested in herself and she allowed someone who has been where she's trying to go speak into her life and let her know, you know, or or give her guidance rather as to how she ought to move forward. She had the goods. She already had the raw materials to be successful, but she needed that hand of guidance and that hand of support to take her to the next level. So that's the first thing that we need to remember, write that down, put it on a sticky note or somewhere. But if you you don't have a coach or you don't have a mentor or someone who can lead you um, and kind of hold your hand as you transition to the next level, you need to find that person. The second thing that was major that makes my um, multi-passionate creative self cringe on the inside is that she had to narrow down her focus. And if you're anything like me, like I said, my brain is going a thousand miles a minute and I have a thousand ideas every second that the idea of narrowing down feels so um, restricting. It feels boring. It feels hard, but it is the thing that will set you free. It is the thing that will um, really change the trajectory of your business because it's easier to be an expert at one thing than it is to be an expert at twenty things. So I know that there's somebody listening right now who has tons and tons of ideas and you are trying all of them at once because you're just waiting for something to work. You want you just you're just waiting for something to blow up. You're waiting for something to stick, and I'm telling you, it's not going to until you choose one route, one focus one path, get that thing off the ground, blow it up, get it to where it's running on its own, and then begin to expand into some of those other things. Um, so that is, that's an awesome journey that you shared with us, Emily. So tell us, um, once you decided that Facebook groups was the way to go, where did you start? Like, how did you know where to start? Was it as simple as, um, creating a group, choosing a name, putting up a a cover and just saying, all right, guys, come into my group. Like, how did you (laughs) how did you get started? Yeah.
1: So um, as you said, I invested in a coach, which really, really helped me stay on track and with clarity in moving forward with my group. So my group originally started out with the name Fulfilling Freedom Entrepreneurs and Coaches as that's ultimately how I wanted to serve. I want to set people free. I want people to have time, money, and location freedom. But um, trial and error with that name realized it's not really reflecting my ideal client. And my ideal client isn't searching for freedom at this point. And it was more reflecting almost people looking into retirement or, Uh, people that already have been successful in their career and are looking to do something new for fun that can bring in passive income. And it was just reflecting something that didn't align with my service or who I was serving. So Fulfilling Freedom Entrepreneurs and Coaches was serving me in a way uh, so I could establish some sort of community But ultimately, I ended up shifting that to ambitious women entrepreneurs and coaches. And when I shifted the name, not only was there immediate change in the people I was attracting and the organic reach I was getting with that name, but I was also, I feel like showing up in a different light because I was no longer reaching to those people that are so far ahead in business. And I was more at the same level um, or a few steps ahead of my ideal client, which allowed me to reflect all of this in my content. So as simple as it sounds to change a name of your group, it can make all of the difference. And it is really that trial and error that is going to get you to that next shift and that next level of clarity that you need to move forward so this was also very helpful as my business coach reflected upon this with me and we saw hey we're going to test this first name out see how it performs and then uh, based on that make a shift and that's why it's so good to have a second pair of eyes into your business as well as if you have a bit of an emotional attachment with your business or your social media platforms, which I believe we all do, it's harder for us to make decisions because we don't want to make the wrong one. So two major things that happened is I was like, yes, I'm starting a group and I started it and I just got started with something. And then I adapted and I changed based on my ideal client how my business was growing as well as what other people were doing so doing market research understanding who are authority figures um, in my industry that are serving in a similar way what are they doing on their personal profile on their business page in their group what kind of names are they using for their group and looking at those other groups that are performing well and observing absorbing and applying so we can ultimately
0: attract our ideal clients observing absorbing and applying i yes. like it like i feel like that needs to be like a thing observe absorb and apply that's i love that um, and so you're absolutely right. And it's so funny because um, my group, my Facebook group, um, well, I've had several, first of all, we'll <laughs> just, just say that I've had several Facebook groups, but the, the latest one started out as the Mamapreneur um, society. I think it was like the branding Mamapreneur society or something long and not really specific and that people weren't searching for it. At all, um, and so I shifted that just like you did. I shifted that to branding and networking for female entrepreneurs, and so that alone, um, it it definitely made a change because when you type in female entrepreneur, you know I'll start to come up in those those um, search rankings. So to Emily's point you don't want your, the name of your Facebook group to be so cute and so clever that nobody's going to be searching for it because it's going to be that much harder to really get that organic traffic for, from somebody that's just searching, let's say, you know, female bakers in New York city, you know, like that's going to be much more difficult to find, um, than, you know, something else that's more specific to that industry. Um, so Emily, kind of give us a snapshot or like a a quick rundown of the growth of your group over the last 10 months, like from where you started and the growth that you experienced up until this point and where you are now.
1: Sure. So I had started a group before I even knew what Facebook groups were. So I already had a group, quote, created, but I wasn't utilizing it, if that makes sense. So what I started out with was a group that was technically already created. And the reason why I want to mention this is because longer, uh, the longer our profiles or our pages or our groups are created, the more um, time Facebook has had with it. And therefore we've built some trust with Facebook. So when you start a group, you are starting that new Relationship with Facebook. So, if you can utilize groups you already have that you might not be using at all, rather than starting a whole new group, it's already going to benefit you more. And that goes for your personal profile as well. If you're currently not using your personal profile for business, and you want to make that shift, instead of making another personal profile and starting your business on that, I recommend you shifting your oldest uh, profile on Facebook because Facebook trusts you. It sees that you're not a bot. It sees that you're a person. And it has all of those uh, numbers that you've been interacting with over the years. So I just want to make that the first point that when I started my group, it was a group that I wasn't using, but was already created. Then when I actually started applying my growth strategy, which was the moment I entered that high ticket coaching program, I then just consistently applied. And I'm trying to think of the day I signed up for the coaching program versus the day I hit 500 members within, I believe a month, I believe under a month I hit 500 members and then fast forward. I only really remember the big milestones. So I remember I hit 6,000 members within six months of group growth strategy. And now 10 months later, I'm at 8,500 members. So this is something that takes consistency It takes a proven strategy, but it isn't something that has to take forever. And, you know, we hear all the time patience, patience. And yes, you need patience. But I also don't want you to downplay the amount of growth you can have. Because when you have a proven strategy, when you have a Facebook growth routine set in place, You just show up, you do it, you continue to do it, and you will grow. It's not a question of, will it work for me? Will it not? It absolutely works when you apply. So in terms of milestones, you know, the first month or so, getting my group to 500 members, I want to say that was in a four to eight week range. Then over six months, I was able to hit 6,000, 10 months, 8,500. Also to note that at the beginning, you are doing the work manually. It's it's your, um, your actions that are getting you growth. But there's a point to where Facebook begins to recommend you to others. And that's when you get organic reach. So organic reach means people are requesting into your group without you Inviting them or without you having any interaction with them prior. And this goes back to the name thing. As Brittany was saying, you know, when you're being searched, more people are going to be able to find you and enter your group. Also, if you're using those keywords, those SEO friendly words in your Facebook group name, it's going to notice when other people are a part of other groups that are similar to yours. So let's say you serve female entrepreneurs. Think of those other successful groups that have female entrepreneurs in the title. You're more likely to be recommended to those members because they're a part of a group that also uses that same word. So thinking about the name, thinking about how much you're being searched, as well as engagement. As you increase the engagement of your Facebook group, you increase the reach of that group because Facebook sees that you're keeping people on Facebook for longer. That makes them happy. And they want their members, of course, to be happy. They want their users to stay online. And so the more engaged you can make your community, the better and the further your reach is going to get.
0: Awesome. Awesome. It's, it's so funny. Like as you're describing you know, um, the engagement, it's almost like I'm seeing like a web just growing. Um, And so like the more activity that you provide, the web is growing and going beyond into places that you can't even see. Um, So, you know, to your point, even if you're not seeing people respond right away, a lot, um, to keep engaging and keep showing up on your end. Um, And so Emily, tell us how much time do you spend on your Facebook group? Well, I guess it's different now. Cause like you said, once you reach a certain point, then, um, you know, some of the organic reach starts to happen on its own, but in the beginning, as you were starting and growing your group, how much time did you spend on your group and in your group, um, to grow it? Um, <laughs> Uh, I honestly have no idea.
1: I definitely was in a workaholic mindset Mm -hmm. uh, at the beginning. So I was overworking myself, but not all of that was to do with my Facebook group. A lot of that was actually just backend stuff that was taking up my time. So, you know, getting my website made, landing pages made, building out my offer. So those things aren't, um, contributing to my group growth. As for the actionable time that I took at the beginning, uh, it wasn't too, too crazy. It would be anywhere from two hours to three hours um, at the beginning.
0: Is that a day or?
1: Yeah. And then after like, you know, going out of the workaholic phase and realizing, Oh my goodness, I don't need to spend this much time to see this much growth. Uh, I've pinned it down to an hour. So my group growth strategy an hour applied gets you,
0: you know, consistent growth. Gotcha. Woo. That sounds good to me. (laughs) Okay. All right. Awesome. So we're shifting into um, the strategy, and obviously, like guys, this is her um, her specialty. This is her expertise, so she's not going to give it all away on this episode. But Emily, can you give some practical starting um, tips if someone listening right now is starting their Facebook group? What's one or two things? Um, that you can share that would help them as they are starting on this journey Sure so first
1: would be um, first like starting like like create a group whether you have a group name whether you know what you're going to do with your group just create a group you don't have to invite anybody yet you don't have to name it anything special just create it so it's created. secondly, go into um, other people's groups that are successful in your industry and observe, <laughs> absorb and apply, understand what is working well. And this doesn't mean copy and paste. This means understanding your space, understanding what your ideal client is searching for, what your ideal client desires, what your ideal client struggles with and creating a community based on those things pillars so you you want your name to reflect your ideal client and the transformation you provide ideally and when it comes to your banner think about your your name and your banner are it's like your first time meeting someone you know it's the first impression it's the first impression so you want your first impression to be good you want your first impression to entice people into actually joining your group because If you have a private group, you know, people are going to make that decision based on your name, your banner, and your description. So making sure your name, your banner, and description reflect who you serve and how you serve the transformation you provide. Once you have done that, when it actually comes to group growth, my three connection method, which is that business or the Facebook group growth routine I'm referring to is three different connections. So the three different connections are authority, mutual exchange, and relationship. Authority is about utilizing other people's audiences. So other Facebook groups to attract people to yourself, your brand, and, of course, your community. Um, Relationship is about talking directly one-on-one to ideal clients through the DMs. So having conversations, making connections regularly, and inviting people into your group. And mutual exchange is about leveraging the mirror effect, the I, I am helping you, you are helping me, I'm engaging with you, you engage with me. It's not just a, a concept, but it's actually a strategy in terms of the way Facebook works. So when you engage with other people, other people are going to see your content more, which often reflects in the, them engaging with you. So understanding what you're putting out to other people. The way you're engaging in other people's groups on other people's profiles is often going to be a direct reflection of what happens to your profile, to your content, to your community. So again, that's authority, relationship and mutual exchange, leveraging other groups, building relationships in the DMs and utilizing your um, ability to boost other people's content so that then in return, it can be boosted to
0: you. This is really good. This is really, really good. I hope you guys are taking notes. I I told you all before this whole entire season is working episodes. Um, so I hope you're taking notes down. Um, Emily, I have like two more questions for you. Um, one question being, um, there are a kajillion Facebook groups online, right? Do I, is, is there a, a method or a strategy in terms of how many Facebook groups I choose to be a part of and, and share these authority kinds of posts? Um, like, so for example, I mean, I think I'm probably a member of like 25 groups um, Should I, should I be trying to set myself up as an authority in all 25 groups? Or would you find that choosing like three to five to really show up in is, is sufficient?
1: You hit the nail on the head with three to five. That's what I recommend. I recommend three, four, or five groups for you to have pinned. So even if you're a part of a lot of groups, you have that option to pin the groups On Facebook. So Mm -hmm. by you pinning it, it comes to the top of your um, dashboard. And that way you don't have to get distracted by all those other groups. So I think it's great to be a part of more than five groups to to do that market research and to see what other people um, are doing and to learn. There's so much to learn in these Facebook groups, but to actually be an active member and to be building that brand visibility and authority. I say three, four, or five, depending on your capacity. Everybody has a different capacity. Same goes for messaging. For me, I know I can have a lot of conversations going at once. For some people, they really, really struggle with that. Same goes for groups. If you can only be an active member in three groups, then that's better than you trying to be an active member in 10 and not really showing up in any of them so understanding what is what is your capacity what is going to serve you best if you can sustain 5 groups awesome then i would say go ahead and do that so yes i always like to give you know answers but there's also flexibility in understanding you as an individual it's so important to understand Um, ourselves and our personalities and how we work through things so that we can ultimately best serve our business.
0: Awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I kind of knew it was going to be the latter. Um, (laughs) But again, answering or asking the question for those who are out there trying to do it all and say it all and be everywhere at all times. Um, It's reiterating the theme of narrowing down your focus so that you can hit a target that's clear. Um, So I just have one more question for you, um, and that is, with you having this community online, how much... Has your business grown? Like, how are you doing with getting clients now that you have this community? How is that affect? Have how has that affected your um, your client flow in your actual business?
1: Um, well, it has been honestly everything because I was shifting. Like, I essentially started this business coaching business from from zero, and I started right away with my group. So, all I really know to compare to is my business growth and success on Facebook. Because as soon as I started to become that business coach, I started on Facebook, I focused on Facebook. So I believe 95%, if not 100% of my clientele, has come from Facebook. And a large, large portion of that is due to my Facebook group. Because if we think about a Facebook group, it's, it's a community of people that have a problem that are looking to get that problem solved. It's a niche group of buyers. And so I was just talking about this in my Facebook masterclass, I just did, in understanding that Facebook groups and the power of Facebook groups goes actually beyond your service. So if you are a coach, or another kind of service provider, such as a social media strategist, a VA, um, a brand strategist, whatever service you may be offering. It goes beyond gaining clients from that group. You can monetize your Facebook group in many ways through digital products, one-off master classes, um, affiliate marketing. And so this is why Facebook groups are such a huge business asset is you're not limiting yourself to just providing your service. There are many ways that you can serve this community because essentially the community is just a niche group. And when you have a niche group, you can monetize in all those examples that I had just mentioned. So as for my business, my business was at zero being able to hit, you know, five figure months within my first year of business was a huge accomplishment for me being that I just shifted from Pilates to business coaching. Mm -hmm. So if you are looking into starting your business or you're already in your business and you're lacking consistency, I would say that is the biggest thing that it's brought into my business with that organic reach. So because my group has grown to this size, I now, you know, I'm getting obviously daily requests in, and that means I'm getting daily leads in. And if you have a lack of consistency in your leads, you have a lack of consistency in your clients, which obviously is a lack of consistency in your income. So my group at the beginning, when I wasn't getting organic requests, it was just getting started. I didn't have that consistency, but once my group was able to hit that algorithm and get those requests in, that's when I saw the consistency flowing because ultimately it was a consistency of leads, a lead generation system for myself.
0: Wow. Wow, wow, and more wow. (laughs) That is phenomenal. Um, Just even just hearing the journey is also very encouraging um, because there are people who are listening who are just now starting, um, whether it's just now starting their Facebook group or just now starting their business, which like in your case, you kind of did both at the same time. You kind of started both of them um, together and they grew together. Um, And, you know, what a difference a year makes, right? Um, So that is definitely encouraging to us um, and those who are seeking to get started. And as you guys have heard, she said it several times throughout this episode, just start. That's first of all, that's the first thing, just start. And then secondly, once you start, be consistent. Be consistent. Um, When it's slow, be consistent. When you feel overwhelmed, be consistent. When you're frustrated, be consistent. When you're doing really great, be consistent. It makes a world of a difference. Um, So Emily, listen, I'm so, so, so grateful for your time, for your energy, for your expertise. Um, Tell the people what you have available to them, what resources, what you can offer them. Tell them about your group. How can we connect with you and how can we work with you? Thank you so much,
1: first of all, for having me on this podcast. I was so excited to be talking to you today. And as for how to connect with me and how I could serve you possibly is through my Facebook group. So that's Ambitious Women Entrepreneurs and Coaches. I'm mostly on Facebook, as you can probably tell. So you can add me on there as a friend. I'm Emily Dawn. And if you are looking to, you know, grow your Facebook group that you currently have or start up a Facebook group and create that consistency in your lead generation, then I honestly have the perfect thing for you. It's perfect timing because I just announced this two days ago is my Facebook group lead accelerator program. So it's a four week live coaching program that teaches you all about how to grow your Facebook group, how to inject lead generation streams, how to nurture people in the DMs and transition from conversation to sales without feeling icky. So utilizing permission-based sales (laughs) and then also creating content that's going to resonate with your ideal client. So you can create not just consistency as your group grows, but consistency in people reaching out to you and raising their hand in the comments saying, yes, I'm interested, help me. (laughs) So if if that's kind of what you're looking for, lead generation and group growth, then my Facebook group Lead Accelerator is going to be the right fit for you. I do start November 1st. So depending on when this episode comes out, um, you can feel free to message me and we can talk about it.
0: Awesome sauce. Thank you so much. Guys, I know I know that you enjoyed this episode. I know you got something from it. I know you have your Britney Smith podcast notebook and you're just taking notes each episode. And so your pages are full from this particular episode. Um, Emily has shared a wealth of information. And if you are a self-starter and a go-getter, you have enough to go ahead and start and grow your group now. Um, so Emily, thank you so much for sharing again. And um, you guys, we will see you next week for another episode of the Brittany Smith Podcast. Bye. What was your biggest takeaway? How are you going to put what we talked about into practice? Let me know. Review this episode and then send a screenshot of your review to info at BritneySmith.com and I'll send you my free digital podcast notekeeper, where you can easily store your notes from each info packed show. And girl, guess what? I'm hosting a free three-day virtual summit for female entrepreneurs called Paid to Create. Build it, brand it, monetize it. I'm so excited because we're doing this December 5th through 7th, 2021, from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every single night for three days. Each night, we've got four sessions with amazing experts sharing practical tips and strategies for you to build, brand, and monetize your business. The summit is taking place live in the Branding and Networking for Female Entrepreneurs group on Facebook. You don't want to miss this, especially as we're preparing for 2022. You can visit www.getpaidtocreate.com. That's getpaid, the number two, create.com to get more info and to sign up. We'll see you at the summit. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to leave a comment and then share this episode with another business who needs to hear today's show. Want to hang out with me every day? Head over to Facebook and join the Branding and Networking for Female Entrepreneurs Facebook group. Don't forget to check out those show notes for all of today's important links, and we'll see you next time on the Brittany Smith Podcast.